Hey guys, it's Ellie Bursco here from PT Mentoring, bringing you the weekly PowerCast. So this is a podcast where I'll be talking to you each week, either talking about things that are on my mind or bringing awesome leaders in the business world, um, interviewing them to be able to share tips and advice on creating a business that you love. So here's the next episode. Hope you enjoy. Hey guys, it's Ellie here for another episode of the PowerCast. So I told myself I was going to do these once a week and you know what? I'm not going to stick to any rules or tell myself that I've got to do a one on a certain day or whenever I'm going to do them, whenever the hell I feel like it. And this is my fourth one in the last um, maybe week and a half, two weeks. Um, because I've got so much to say and I'm not going to hold myself back from saying the things that I want to say. So it's 10.30 at night. Um, I'm, I'm tired. I, um, I fell asleep putting my son to bed before. Um, we, my partner and I taken in terms, turns getting my daughter and my son to sleep. My daughter actually has a list of whose turn it is to get her to sleep. Um, so I was getting my son to sleep before I fell asleep and luckily I woke back up just in time to hop on a, um, a live call with uh, Ryan Stuman um, and Kat Laterzo. And Kat was interviewing Ryan, um, who is the hardcore closer. And so he's a, a sales trainer, if you haven't heard of him, and uh, a guy that I follow, I, I want to follow him a bit more actually, um, but I, I think he's a cool guy. And he just really motivated me. Um, and, and I stayed up because it was important for me. Um, so I'll, I'll talk more on that in a minute, but, um, and now I'm, I'm super motivated to, um, to, to make this podcast for you guys. So the thing is sometimes, yeah, you, you don't need to stay up late every single night or wake up super early or be like, yeah, 4am crew represent and all that bullshit. Like do whatever works for you. Um, some days you can have a day where you chill the fuck out and you don't do much and you just work a couple of hours. That's fine. But you can't work a couple of hours every damn day. You got to do the work. Otherwise you're not going to get the results. And there's going to be some days where you are super motivated and you just can't put the laptop away and you want to create and you want to do more and you just want to get things done and you want to finish what you're working on. And you might stay up late or you might wake up super early or you might work 10 hours or 15 hours or some um, like massive day just to get it done. And that's okay. Now, I don't believe in doing that every day. There are some people that are one extreme to the other. And even the people out there that are screaming that they work ridiculous hours every single day and they wake up super early and they never stop. Well, even those people, I I think that they um, do have a life outside of their business, even if they're not telling you it. Okay. Otherwise, they wouldn't have a relationship or they wouldn't have relationships with the people around them um, or they wouldn't have a life or they just end up burning themselves out. So, yes, you do have to have a mixture of um, having a life. Um, well, your business should be a big part of your life anyway. Your business is your, create, your creative outlet and what it should excite you. Um, and if it's not, then you need to be doing something else. But by having a life, I mean like spending time with your kids or your family or your friends or whatever outside of your business as well. And obviously looking after yourself, eating well, getting enough sleep, all that kind of stuff, or you will end up burning out. 
Um, but I guess the point is that you do need to put the work in as well. And so find out what works for you. Now, listening to this, um, this interview, um, just now he reminded me of a lot of things and he talked about a bit of his history with drugs and being in jail and that that kind of gave him his motivation to succeed and his family also gives him his motivation um, and his business comes first and then his family, um, not the other way around because his business is what creates um, the experiences and the life that he can have and that he can give to his family. And I totally agree with that. And so I just wanted to share a bit of my story. Um, some of you have heard it before, but I'll, I'll share it again and again, and I'll share it in different ways each time. But basically, um, in my past, I've, I've had a history with drugs as well. Um, I, I used to do a lot of drugs, um, in high school, um, nothing too serious in high school, just drinking and weed. And then after school, I got into more serious stuff, tried pretty much everything. Um, I drew the line at, at needles. That was my, I wasn't going to do that. Um, but so through that time, I just thought I was having fun. I was partying. Um, I thought I was invincible as you do when you're 19, 20, early twenties. And, um, I wouldn't listen to anyone around me that was caring about me and that wanted me to, um, I guess, see the light or um, get out of the situation that I was in. I just thought I was having fun. And I kept going, I kept going, kept going. I wasn't loving myself, even though I didn't realize it till maybe 10 years later. Um, and I got kicked out of home by my dad, uh, which just made me worse. Um, and then I ended up dealing drugs as well. And I, uh, ended up getting in trouble with the police. And so I didn't go to jail, but I almost did. And that was kind of a turning point for me. I didn't, when I got caught by the police, I didn't go out as much anymore after that. I calmed down for a little bit, but then I started doing stuff again. Um, and it didn't completely stop me. The thing that finally completely stopped me and turned my life around was meeting my partner, Nuno, and getting pregnant. And it was only maybe a couple of weeks before I got pregnant that was the last time I ever did drugs. And that was now, that was 2009. So I think it's seven years this year. Um, I was thinking about that the other day, actually, which was pretty cool. And the thing that made me stop was completely turning my life around. You know, some people can get pregnant and still do drugs or some people can have kids and still do drugs. That was not an option for me. I was not going to destroy my baby growing and um, growing inside me. And afterwards, I wasn't going to start that again because I want to be a good role model for my, my kids. And I'm not going to have them grow up around that. I, I destroyed my life in the past. Well, you never, you can always come back from destruction, of course, but I was destroying my life and my health and everything about it. But I would not, I will not destroy my kids' lives. And I will not destroy my relationship with my partner as well. So I stopped and I've never looked back. And yeah, I, um, there's temptation still. And I think if Nuno and I weren't together, 
or if anything happened with the way my life is set up now, maybe I would be tempted to do something again. I think it's something that never leaves you when you've, you've been through that before. But, um, but I, can, I can say now that I, I would never touch it again um, for my kids and um, not, not just for the role model I am for my kids but for the other people that I, that I help and coach and influence their lives as well. And, and for myself, of course, as well. And so that's, I guess, a bit, of, a bit of my background from there. And then what really inspired me to start my first business was um, I, I fell pregnant when I'd only known Nuno for three months. And I fell pregnant whilst we were hitchhiking through Portugal and Spain. Well, just before that, actually, but found out when I was hitchhiking through Portugal and Spain. And living over the other side of the world, no one spoke the, the language that I speak. And, um, and it was very stressful. And uh, Nuno followed me over back to Australia when I came back here. And we had a lot of issues with his visa. He couldn't work um, because he was on a tourist visa. And after I had Charlotte, I wasn't working as well. I worked up until I was 39 weeks pregnant um, because I had no other option. We had no money. And um, then when Centrelink, um, for anyone outside of Australia, Centrelink's like our government payments, um, when that finally came through, um, we were living off $500 a week. And 300 of that went to rent. $50 went to food. I don't know how we lived on $50 food. We couldn't afford meat. We couldn't afford a car. Um, we couldn't even afford public transport. Um, we got public transport very rarely, which was usually to my dad's house. And he most of the time paid for that and picked us up from the train station so we could visit him. Uh, everything that we got for the house, we had to refurnish the house after coming back from England. Um, everything that we got for the house, everything that we got for our daughter was free from Free Cycle and Gumtree and from friends. Uh, we couldn't even afford to go down to a cheap shop like Kmart or somewhere like that and buy something brand new. We literally had no money. And, you know, I used to talk about my story quite a lot and I've, I've stopped recently because I thought, well, if I talk about this, then I'm going to attract people like that. I'm going to attract people on drugs. I'm going to attract people who are depressed. I'm going to attract people who are really struggling and I don't want that. The, there was a turning point for me when I realized that I don't help people um, go from like rock bottom, struggling to get out of bed, suicidal to, to normal, normal, ah, I can't even say to like having a normal life. Um, but I get people from who are going okay, but there's just something that's holding them back and they just don't know what it is to going from okay and going from good to great. So I kind of stopped talking about my story and I realized after listening to this interview with Ryan just now, that um, stuff that like I can still tell my story and I feel that my story is motivational and I feel inspired by talking about it as well and I hope that you um, feel inspired and get some motivation out of me sharing these things with you whether you can relate or not um, you may not have had the same kind of past as me but you may be able to relate to some parts of my story anyway and I hope this can motivate you to um, be able to move forwards and, and do great things as well. Anyway, a bit of a tangent there. Um, I do that a lot. <laughs> um, so basically, 
from from having no money and really struggling, I remember one day we got a letter in the mail. We were going through the um, the visa process and we got a letter in the mail saying that my partner's visa had not been approved. And we didn't know why at first. And we figured out um, that it was because apparently we'd been sent an email that we didn't respond to with more information so it wasn't approved. But the thing is we never got this email. And so we had to go through a whole review tribunal. Um, we had to, we, we had no money, so we couldn't even afford to pay for that. So we had to go through another thing to, to say we couldn't afford it and just all this big mess around. And it was so, so stressful. Had a newborn baby. I didn't know if our family would be separated, if we wouldn't be able to live together, if we had to move away from Australia. We couldn't even afford to, to get a flight to get out of Australia. I didn't know if, if my partner would be deported and I'd have to be a single mom. Like I didn't know what was going to happen with my life. And I remember, I can remember it so vividly, I'm visualising it right now. Um, we lived in a small flat in Bowen Hills, which is in Brisbane, right near the city, because um, we couldn't afford to live further out. had to walk everywhere to, to get anywhere. And I remember curling up in a ball on the floor um, in the living room and just crying and thinking, like, I can lay here crying and think, like, why me? And the whole world's against me and everything keeps happening to us. Or I can decide to turn this around and make a better lifestyle for us. And obviously I chose the latter. And that was my motivation to get up out of that. That was my motivation to change. That was my motivation to start my business and create the life that I now have for myself and for my family. And you know, there's so many people out there on the internet, online marketers and, and people like that sprouting and, and shouting out, oh, live the, live the laptop lifestyle and create an awesome lifestyle and whatever. And you know, it's been so overdone that it just kind of doesn't mean anything anymore to a lot of people. But for me, it means so much. It reminds me of laying on that floor that day. I'm tearing up just thinking about this. But that is why, that's my reason why. And that's why I started in business and why I continued to push really hard from the beginning. And, you know, it got to a stage where that wasn't my push anymore. That wasn't my motivation. I didn't need that away from motivation anymore because I was there. I created that lifestyle that I'd so badly wanted and needed. And when I created that and when I had the money to do whatever I wanted, I needed a new motivation because I got a bit complacent. When you have money to do whatever you want, whenever you want, to travel, to have money in savings, to provide for your family, to reach out and market and help more people, then you need something else to push you. And for me now, it's two things. It's expanding on that lifestyle even more so that I can work with the best mentors, so that I can go and, and drop five grand or more or however much on a retreat and just just go on the other side of the world or wherever so that I can travel every single month of the year if I want to and stepping that up even more so that I can stay in amazing places. 
I, um, you know, I, I up level all the time. And a few years ago, I could maybe afford to spend $100, $200 a night tops on, on accommodation. Um, even before that, I couldn't even afford to stay anywhere. Um, and we'd find the cheapest of cheap places if we did when we did start getting away. Now, a few months ago in November last year, I spent $800 a night on a beautiful multi-million dollar place in Sydney so that I could run VIP days there and have my end of year party for my clients. I hired a famous Aussie DJ um, who used to do ministry sound albums and paid for him and paid for the lights and paid for the, the uh, decks and the audio and all of that. Um, I flew myself and my assistant down there. Um, I put on food and drinks and everything. I wouldn't have been able to afford that even probably a year and a half ago. And so every step that I take up, I'm able to expand the lifestyle that I have, whether it's travel, things for my family, savings, giving to charity, um, expanding my reach, putting more into marketing so I can help more people. That is me up-leveling every step of the way. And every time that I up-level, I grow, not just within my business but within myself as a person. And if you're not stepping out of your comfort zone and committing to something that's scary, like whether it's a mentor or a program or um, putting down a deposit for a house or buying a car or whatever it is, if you're not continually doing things like that, that is stepping out of your comfort zone and scaring you, then you're not going to grow. So that's definitely part of it. It still is. It's just at a higher level than what it was before. But the other thing is that, I realize that when I'm not doing the work that I'm called to do, when I'm not getting my message out there daily, when I'm not creating, when I'm not coaching, when I'm not making sales, when I'm not pushing to reach my goals, I feel unfulfilled. And my highest value in life is fulfillment. And so if I waste the day watching TV shows on my laptop, or if I waste the day just stuffing around, just not doing the things I want to do or procrastinating on Facebook or just not doing, just keeping myself busy, but not doing the real work, which I do very, um, so much less of these days, but maybe year and a half, two years ago, that was my day all the time. And I felt like I was still doing work and there were still days where I, where I did the work obviously, but a lot of the time I was holding myself back and I was in a shitty mindset and I just wasn't moving forwards and it was frustrating and I couldn't pull myself out of it for so long and I finally did and now there's very few days like that. There's still some days where I don't feel motivated. You're not going to feel motivated every single day Um, but I do the work anyway and I coach myself through it and I motivate myself by doing the work. Um, so I know that when I'm doing those things, the creating and the coaching and the sales and the goals that I mentioned before, I feel fulfilled. And so it's not just about the lifestyle. It's not just about helping people. It's not just about the money. Yes, that's all part of it, but it's about what is important to me in life and that's fulfillment. And so I do the things and I, I take the actions that make me feel fulfilled. So I guess for you, it's about thinking about like, what's your reason why? Are you struggling to pay the bills? 
Do you want to be able to have financial freedom and security? Do you want to be able to provide for your family? Do you want to have more time for your family? Do you want to stop working that full-time job and your business on the side so you can actually fully go all in 100% and doing what you love? What is it for you? It might be a few of those things. It might be one of them that really spoke to you. And, you know, if this is so important to you, you go all in. You create a podcast at almost 11 o'clock at night because you're motivated to do it. You... um you make the sales calls even though it feels uncomfortable, even though people say no and you've got to overcome objections and you've got to let go of the ego because it's not about you, it's about them. You walk up to people in the gym and talk to them even though it scares the hell out of you. You do public speaking even though you you feel like you're shaking and you don't know what to say. You put that sales page up. You put your message out there about something that's scary about your past that you feel like you're going to be judged for. But you know what? People don't even care. And the people that do care don't matter. And the people that actually want to hear your message are crying out for it and you can help them change their lives. And you're doing them a disservice by not picking up the phone. You're doing them a disservice by not walking up to them and having a chat in the gym. You're doing them a disservice by not putting that sales page out there or that message out there or you not putting your story out there and relating it to them. There's times when I started out in business where I did some crazy shit and I look back on it now and I think, God, like, that's that was full on. And, you know, through things that I've learned now, I'll share some of those things with you in a minute, but through things that I've learned, I guess, over the past few years, I thought, oh, that was crazy or I'll just burn out if I do that all the time or I didn't need to do that. And you know what? Stuff it. I actually did need to do those things that I did. doesn't mean that I don't know a smarter way now I do. doesn't mean that I can't still go all out and do those things again. I definitely could. But those things helped me to get to where I am today. And so some of those things were making 100 sales calls a day doing cold calls when I didn't have leads, walking up to mums in parks and play centres, kids' play centres and cafes, random people who I didn't know and starting up a conversation with them and then dropping in that I had a mum's boot camp and getting their phone number and their details and then calling them up later and selling them on the phone. Walking around the city when I wanted to start um, a boot camp in the city in the lunch hour and going into different offices and giving them posters and flyers for their um, for their workers. Walking up to people in the line for Hungry Jacks and giving them flyers for a boot camp. Um, investing in a stand at the Baby Expo that was $2,500 when I had literally no money. Two and a half grand to me back then in my first year of business was like you're asking me for $100,000 or a million dollars. Yeah, it was a lot of money to me back then. And I took that risk and it just paid me back so much. Making sales calls when I was in labor, doing coaching calls when my little boy was one day old, cycling and running um, to like I cycled to get to my PT college to, to study to be a personal trainer. 
I ran with my daughter in the pram and little weights and skipping ropes and things like that in the bottom of the pram from my house to my boot camps so that I could start my business because I had no car. I used to run and walk. I don't even know how many kilometers it was a week, probably somewhere up to 100 kilometers a week to distribute flyers and to network and to talk to daycare centers and to talk to these mums in the parks and at play centers and to run seminars and to run my boot camps because I couldn't afford a car because I wanted to do whatever it took to get my business off the ground. And, you know, if you're just starting out or if you're not where you want to be in your business and you're not doing these kinds of things, you're not doing whatever it takes, then something needs to change, okay? You can't just put a post up on social media or put a Facebook ad up and cross your fingers and hope that a million clients fall into your lap. It doesn't work like that. You've got to put the hard work in first to be able to get to the stage where you make sales in your sleep or where you put a post up and you make sales straight away, or you've got a heap of engagement, or you get 100 leads from a a free offer that you put out there. And, you know, even then, like, I get those kinds of results now. But even sometimes I'll put something up and I get no likes or engagement or no leads or no sales, and that's okay. Not every single thing is going to work all the time. But I keep posting and I keep taking the action and it ends up snowballing. The work that you do today may not turn around today into sales, but it'll turn around into sales in a week, two weeks, three months, a year, however long. You just got to keep doing the work consistently. And so if you're not going all out right now, what do you need to do? What does going all out mean to you? And first of all, you need to think about who your clients are. Really dig down deep, okay? People don't buy on logic, they buy on emotion. And to think about who your ideal clients are, think about where you were five years ago, 10 years ago, however long ago, before you reached where you're at now. If you're a business coach before, before you got to where you are, if you're a personal trainer before you got, before you lost the weight or before you got stronger, before you got fit. If you're working with nutrition before you got healthy. Yeah. So think about where you were And that's probably where, 100% guarantee it, that's where your clients are right now and your potential clients. You can help them with what you've already been through. And you're the perfect person to help them with that because you've been through it. They can relate to that. Should I share those stories? Be real. Get in front of them, both online and offline. The online world is amazing these days, but it's not some magic bullet. You can't just click your fingers and you be an online star, okay? You've got to put in the work, both online and offline. So you need to get in front of people. You need to talk to people in the gym. You need to pick up the phone and make sales calls. Stop being scared. Stop being a pussy and pick up the phone. Overcome your excuses so that you can reach out and help others. Okay? If you can't overcome your own shit, how are you going to help anyone else do it for themselves? Remember, the only objection that you can't overcome is the one that you believe yourself. So if someone tells you they've got no time or they can't work out with their kids or they can't grow their business because of their kids or they don't have any money or they've got to ask their partner or they need more information or they'll think about it, well, if you believe any of those things because you've made that excuse yourself, then you're not going to be able to help them. You're just going to say, oh, yeah, okay, that's all right. 
I'll, I'll call you back sometime or I'll keep in touch or let me know or I'll send you the info. No, you need to call them on their shit and you're not going to sound like an asshole if you've already built rapport with them, okay? If you've already shown that you care and you've given them value and you've listened to them. And so you need to call them on their shit and you need to say, hey, no, I'm here to help you. And you just said that you want this, this, and this, but you're saying that you think about it. What do you want to think about? Do you want to keep holding yourself back? Do you want to keep putting this off for another week, three months, year, and still be in the same position? Or do you actually want to take action and reach those goals that you just said that you want? So it doesn't need to be in that exact way, but something like that, yeah, just as an example. And you need to, the big thing that you need to do is you need to continue working on yourself. You can do that through mindset coaching. You can do that through courses. You can do that through journaling, through reading, through listening to podcasts, by getting motivated by things like this, like I did and why I'm, I'm creating this podcast right now. But you need to do the internal work because it's not about the strategy. It's not about learning about Facebook ads or learning about how to create an online program. It's about the internal work. And the more you do the internal work and overcome your shit, the more that everything else is just going to flow so easily. So it's been a bit of a longer podcast and you can hear I'm quite passionate about this. But I just, I guess the biggest takeaway from today is that I want you to think about what is your reason why? Why are you doing this? Are you really stepping it up and giving it 100% right now? And if not, why not? And how can you do this? How can you step it up another level? How can you really go all out every day? Not just every now and again. You need consistency to get the results, yeah? And how can you work on yourself internally so that the external just flows and happens? So that you easily take action every single day. And it might not be easily at the start, but over time it will become a consistent habit and it gets easier every single week. So I hope you've really enjoyed this. If you want to do some deeper internal work, I do mindset coaching. Um, and um, I do have a special offer for that that is cheaper than my business coaching. So if you wanted to jump on board and do some internal work, just shoot me a message. You can email me at info at ptmentoring.com.au or just um, like connect with me on Facebook, Ellie Bursco, E-L-L-I-E. B-U-R-S-C-O-U-G-H. And um, yeah, hope you've really got a lot out of this. And I'm going to try and calm my energy down a bit now so I can get to sleep. Um, but yeah, okay, I'm off now. I'll, um, I'll hope you have an awesome day or night wherever you are. I hope you enjoyed the, uh, the podcast today and got a lot of uh, value and tips out of it that you can implement in your own business. If you did like it, um, please use the social share buttons on this page and share it with your friends because I'd love to be able to reach out and help even more people to be able to grow their business whilst creating a life and a lifestyle that they love. And if you'd like to uh, receive the, the PowerCast in your inbox, delivered to you on a weekly basis, plus regular emails to help you grow your business, 
then uh, just enter your details in the form provided and uh, that'll be sent straight out to your inbox so you can get regular support and be able to create an awesome business on your terms. So once again, hope you enjoyed it and have an awesome day.